Overtime with Carly Zucker, along with Breanne Burdett on The Fan, presented by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. Now with a look at what's going on with Minnesota sports figures and our community, here's The Fan's Carly Zucker and Breanne Burdett. That's not getting old anytime soon to me. Welcome to another overtime. You just heard it, Brianne Burdett uh, and Carly Zucker, co-hosts of the show. It's never going to get old, is it, my dear? It isn't. We just I've love made it. it. You <laughs> have arrived. If this show is how you've made it, then you have lofty, lofty goals, I girl. Do. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> okay, girl. We have Ryan Dungey joining us for the show today. We're going to talk about his coffee blend. Um, a lot of people know him from, we've had him on the show before, but a lot of people know him, of course, from Supercross, just an absolute champion from Minnesota here. Um, we claim him and he is uh, a force within Supercross and Motocross, but he has since retired in the last few years and he has launched RD Coffee. So we're going to chat with him because he's giving back with some of that holiday coffee blend. But I think we'll kick off the show with some hockey talk. Let's do it. Oh, my God. We're going to talk sports. I know. That's what people <laughs> want from us. So. Right. People would really like our take on sports. But um, we had Jason on last time. He gave us a little update on the NHL season. It is forever changing and fluid. And honestly, people ask us all the time what's happening with the season. And I say we know pretty much what everybody else knows. We get the updates via Twitter as well. And they've been doing a ton of players calls um, that Jason has been on a few of them. But it looks like what they will be doing is creating four new divisions within hockey, which feels a little crazy. Like you're going to actually you're going to mix everybody up. Um, there's going to be an all Canadian team division. The other divisions look like this. It'd be Boston, Buffalo, New Jersey, the Islanders. Rangers, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington. And then we'd have Carolina, Columbus, Detroit, Chicago, Florida, Minnesota, Nashville, and Tampa Bay. I guess none of this has been 100% confirmed, but this is what we're hearing as well, is that they're going to break the divisions because, of course, with the border closed, it's going to be impossible for them to travel back and forth between Canada and the U.S. And then Anaheim, Arizona, Colorado, Dallas, L.A., San Jose, St. Louis, and um, the Vegas Golden Knights. So that's what it looks like right now. That's where they're sitting. And they're looking at a January 13th start date. But the guys have to quarantine for eight days when they get to town. And so we'll have to I mean, this is coming super, super fast, but they're still leaning on that January 13th date. Something interesting, though, I heard Jason and a few of the other guys talk about is what this means for rivalries. Fans should actually maybe get a little more excited about these new divisions because where they used to play each team out of their division twice, one home, one away, mm-hmm. they're actually going to be playing just within these divisions. They, they won't be traveling outside of this game somewhere in the 50s, right? I think they, it was going to be like 54 games or something, 58 games. And so they cut down the season and they will be playing strictly within that division to make it a little bit safer, of course, with COVID. That does mean, though, that you are going to see more intense rivalries build up within these divisions. And it'll also make going into playoffs probably even that more difficult um, because you're not you have not had experience with these other teams. So that's how it looks like it's shaping up. Jason's plan right now is to head to Pittsburgh right the day after Christmas. And so he would fly out there, quarantine for his eight days, take his tests and then um get rolling into the season, which would be, they'd ha- they still have to fit brand training camp, the travel and quarantining in before this January 13th date. Oh my gosh. 
And when nothing's finalized, still, I still cannot wrap my head around the fact that they are not pushing definitive answers a little bit more. I honestly, I, we have this conversation a lot. I don't know what the holdup is for making the final decisions. The only thing I can think of and that I continue to hear this and we, everybody talks about this is that it's such a gate-driven league. Of course, they need fans in the stands to make more money. They don't have the same TV deals that the NBA has, that the NFL has. So it's a little bit harder for them to make the kind of money um, just through TV and advertisements. Um, So I I can only think that that's what the holdup is, but you'd think the longer they wait and the more they don't start, they're just going to be start to lose revenue as well. So we'll see. We'll see. We will see. Do you... Are you interested in hockey at all? If I had to pick a sport. Oh, my God, really? Yes. Okay. It's a little bit easier to follow, I would say. And also, I just really enjoy the culture of it. I love the fighting. It's funny that you say that, though, because I feel like people say it's really hard to follow. No. Right. It's like the puck went in the net. That's a goal. There you go. That's all you need to know. Was there a fight and how many goals were there? How many teeth are lost? That's it. Yeah, so that, I guess that's our biggest update on the NHL. Um, everybody's been able to read and see about these new divisions, but um, we are really anticipating that January 13th start. It looks like that's going to be it, but we really know about the same that everybody else knows. So um, we're is looking that kind forward of frustrating, to it. Then? It is because I just, I mean, only just the only know. reason it's frustrating is because we want to plan. Yeah. I mean, we just, if we need to go back to Pittsburgh, cool, like, let's do it. Let's make that move. But then if we go out there and it's like waiting, but I mean, everything's fluid right now, so it's hard for me to harp on it. I mean, everybody's, I think, making the best decisions they can with the information we have. And we can all relate to that in of course, some ways. Yes, yeah. everybody can. I yeah. mean, whatever jo- your job is, we can all relate to the fact that it's not just easy to pull the trigger on any decision right now. Mm-hmm. Um, however, other leagues are beginning to start. So I would think like, at some point they need a definitive answer and we need to move forward. Let's but go. I think yeah. it's a little bit, the economics of hockey are a little bit more tricky than the other, some of the other major sports. So that's where it's sitting right now. We know what everybody else knows, but I, I love the, I love, I wanted to go through those divisions because I think it'll be really fun to see what emerges from this season. If that's what they're doing is really playing just these teams that we listed off. So should be a fun season once it gets going. Um, and hopefully that will be January 13th, but Let's transition to getting our extreme sports uh, superstar on the phone, Ryan Dungey, and chat with him about everything he has going on career-wise. Joining us on the phone, Ryan Dungey. You know him as a former Supercross and Motocross champion. Um, He's now the owner and creator of RD Coffee. And you may know him more because his wife, Lindsay, is a superstar in her own right and also has a fitness program and tons of things that I follow. I'm very jealous of how fit she is on Instagram. I, Ryan, I am convinced myself in my head at one point, I've got to do her program. Have you done her program? Well, yeah, I can tell you. I'm, I'm in the middle of uh, <laughs> week seven of eight. And, uh, <gasps> I, I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm ready for uh, a week off. <laughs> I'm so jealous. Not I want to do it. Oh, she's so good. She's so good. Dude, yeah. when you were, when you were, um, in Supercross, like in the thick of it, Supercross and Motocross, when you were riding, did she do anything with you as far as training? Did she have any involvement in that, or did you have totally separate trainers? You know, not. I had a trainer, so she didn't really have much, um, in, uh, like involvement in it. Much about, yeah, much not much of the training, but where she she also was, um, she had a she was certified nutritionist, so like she was really educated on the food. And I will say. The nutrition side, I mean, we were always talking about that stuff. I mean, just, you know, with, with the recovery of everything and just trying to always feel good and, and, and perform at a high level. But I'd also ask her, like, hey, what do you what do you think of uh, 
um, you know, these are the workouts we're doing with my trainer in the gym. Like, what, what's your thoughts on this? So I'd actually pick her brain quite a bit, and it was just it was just nice to bounce stuff off her. And she's a certified personal trainer too, so she she she's got a really uh, in depth knowledge of of everything, which is you know we have that we kind of share that similar um, lifestyle, which yeah. is really fun. Yeah. Her credentials, yeah, she has a lot of credibility. Every yeah. pro athlete should be married to like a nutritionist and a <laughs> workout fiend <laughs> and someone who's really knowledgeable about it. Jason is very jealous because I'm like, hey, should we order takeout again tonight? <laughs> uh, no, okay. Yeah. We have a lot to talk about with you. Um, the biggest thing, of course, is this RD Coffee Holiday Blend that you've launched. Um, we will get into the charitable side of it because, Ryan, you are donating 5% of the proceeds, and we definitely want to talk about St. Jude. Um, they are an amazing, amazing hospital. And But I do want to talk about what spurred the love of coffee. We want to talk about how you created this company now, RD Coffee. So tell me what spurred your love for coffee. You know, it started uh, roughly in 2006, 2007. Uh, I was actually out in California. We, you know, a bunch of the riders out there, we'd get together, go to the coffee shop. I didn't really drink coffee at the time, so I was like, ah, I guess I'll try it. And I was pretty much hooked right away. I, and, and from that day forward, and, you know, we, we traveled across the country. Uh, we, we traveled internationally, too. So it's just like that That kind of became my thing. And, you know, hey, I want to go check out this local coffee shop and, you know, see what different origins and I really didn't know much about it in the beginning. I just knew I really liked it. I enjoyed my cup of coffee, and um, I just really was really into it. It it actually got quite fun there too when we were traveling. When I met my wife, and you know that became our little ritual thing. And you know whether we were flying into the the cities or you know something on the outskirts of the cities or internationally, that was our thing to do. And you know, and so early on, I knew like, man, I want to do something in the coffee industry. I just didn't know what, um, obviously with racing, it took up a lot of time. So I was like, well, we're gonna have to wait till after racing. But, uh, the perfect time came, uh, you know, after I retired from racing and I decided what, what better time than the, to do it now. So that's kind of, you know, long story short. Did you ease into coffee? Cause I believe uh, what I think about coffee is I didn't start drinking coffee till I was in my thirties, which is so funny when you started to need it. Yeah. When I started, when I had younger babies, but okay. So I didn't drink it until my thirties, but there's beginner coffee and then there's like hardcore coffee drinkers. So my beginning coffee is the latte version. You know, it's like the, the very eased into version. Did you go like head first into it, Ryan, with just like strong coffee, or did you have a beginner coffee drink? Oh no, that's definitely a progression. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, in the beginning, <laughs> I mean, I yes. think, yeah, a lot of us start with, uh, I mean, hey, a couple packs of sugar, like um, a mocha. You know, it's some, just sugar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it's a if it's a latte, you know, you're you know you're putting your, your pumps of syrup in there, and then you know, I, I think yep, definitely started there, and then once I started to kind of wean off putting sugar in there, and I started you know. Um, getting the coffee and and putting a little cream in there, and then and then I just got to the point where I was like, ah, I can drink this black. I like it. So definitely, even I joke with my wife when I met her. I was like, you're gonna like it one day. She hated coffee. You know, I was like, I think you're gonna like it. And she started with the, you know, the sweet, you know, vanilla latte mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And now I'm I'm proud of her. She can drink it black, and I'm I'm impressed. So it's uh it's been quite fun yeah. yeah well as you make that progression and you get into you probably start really noticing the actual quality of the coffee beans as well and what goes into that because you're actually getting the substantial taste of the actual coffee and so talk about that how 
you decided what kind of coffee you wanted to put out there as the Artie brand. And why did you choose that blend? Um, why are you sourcing it from where you are? I'd love to hear about how like your flavors came to be and what you look for. And then also, of course, how involved you are in the process. Absolutely. Um, you know, from the very beginning, um, I didn't really know. I I get a great cup of coffee here over here. I'm like, ah, this doesn't taste so good. I really didn't know, like, what was the difference, you know? And, mm-hmm. and once I started learning about, you know, specialty coffee, and that that's what we, we, we serve, you know, it's the highest grade of coffee available. And um, so once I started realizing, hey, this is specialty coffee, this is where it's sourced, um, you know, when we were tasting different coffees from different origins of specialty coffee, we were – we're like, this is amazing. You don't, you don't, doesn't need anything. It's tons of flavor. Um, it, you know, it's, it's, um, it's pure, it's, it, it is organic. And so it just was the highest quality. And so when I was, um, you know, going through the process and when I initially first started already coffee, you know, I got the, you know, uh, once I decided what the roasting process wanted to look like, I knew I was going to source what, you know, what type of beans I was going to source. Um, and then, then it was a matter of like, you know, getting a bunch of different coffees from a bunch of different origins and, you know, roasting them and see where we're going to start. And so from the very beginning, that's what I did. I, I had a built out, um, uh, space and yep. You know, just a bunch of different samples, trying a bunch of different origins and, um, and, and so moving forward. And, and now this, even with this holiday blend, it's, it's, a such a bright, lots of flavor. It's got a, um, it's a it's a mix between a washed Ethiopia and a washed Sumatra, washed sorry washed Sumatra, and so it's a really great cup of coffee, really smooth, tons of flavor, and um, I just made it made it a point there. You know, I think it was kind of like you know maybe Jason relates to this too. You know, and you guys, it's like as an athlete, you want to make sure you're putting the best fuel in your body. You know, mm-hmm. you always wanted to make sure you were you know, and no matter what it is, and so. Once we found that out and once when we were starting the company, that's, I was like, hey, we're going to serve the highest quality coffee, coffee available. So um, that's what we just made a point in everything we do. You know, every step of the process along the way is it's, it's top notch. It's um, the highest quality you can do it. So um, and it relates. It, it shows in the cup from, you know, the, um, you know, to the where the consumer is drinking it, out of, you know, at home and grinding it, and brewing it. Um, you know, it, it shows. Well, it's a great gift idea, too. Great for sipping, great for gathering with your family and friends um, for all the holidays, too, because there's notes of cherry, chocolate and cedar that really match the holiday season. And so that sounds like a treat. Cherry, chocolate and cedar. Um, And of course, one of the most important things about it is that five percent of the holiday blend will support St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Um, You have been involved with St. Jude for a very long time. Ever since that I've known you, you have been an advocate and ambassador for St. Jude. If you wouldn't mind just giving us a little bit of history about how you got involved with St. Jude and then, of course, why you chose them to be the recipient of the 5% and what that means and what it can do for the hospital. Yeah, so at an early, probably about when I was about 15 years old, um, I think a lot of us has been affected by um, somebody or lost somebody to cancer or knows somebody who has cancer. And so... I lost my grandmother at an, uh, when I was 15 years old, and she wasn't old by any means. She, she, you know, she was pretty young, and it was a tough deal. You know, um, you know, when I started my racing career, I knew I wanted to do something. I wanted to give back, and it, it was some years till things developed. But we started a, uh, uh, a charity bike ride called the St. Jude Ride 5K Run that we hold every year here in Minnesota, um, and 100% of the proceeds go to St. Jude. And how we picked St. Jude was uh, mainly just because. 
uh, I actually got an opportunity to go down there and visit the hospital. And once I walked to the hospital, got to see everything and just seen what they're doing and, uh, you know, how advanced they were in cancer research. Uh, and not to mention, you know, every patient in that hospital, the families don't have to worry about anything other than taking care of their child. They don't have to pay for food, housing, um, travel, nothing. And so when I just seen what they were doing and, and um, how progressive they were in helping these kids, I was like, this is, this is, this is where I want to give back to no matter what I do, no matter what I'm a part of, whether it was my racing career, whether it was starting the charity bike ride. And now with this RD coffee uh, company, I like, Hey, this is where we're going to give to. And, and, and so that, that's kind of how, um, uh, where where St. Jude kind of comes into my life and how we picked uh, St. Jude to be uh, uh, where the proceeds were going to go. And, and, you know, it's, it's that time of year, um, obviously with the situation, things are tough, but, you know, obviously what St. Jude's doing is amazing, but we also want to, you know, bring some holiday cheer to these kids and Hey, if we can buy them some gifts and um, uh, you know, um, things that they need, toys to make it all the more special, then, then that's what we're going to put that money towards and, and helping it make it all the more special for them. So that's uh, that's our goal here. Absolutely love that. And I think you, you nailed it, St. St. Jude being able to provide all the things that they do for the families and the patients that are there and making it all about just taking care of your child while it's there. It's such a good recipient of the 5% from the holiday blend from Artie Coffee. Um, are you hoping, is this in any stores right now? Is the goal to like eventually have this in stores or do you just think you want to keep selling it like small batch privately? What's the future of Artie Coffee? You know, we're, we're slowly progressing. Um, a lot of our business right now is, is direct to consumer online. Um, but um, you know, we are in uh, six dealerships across the country. So it's a, a relatively small amount right now, just because we're we're entering into that market. But I, uh, you know, we, we got you know some big plans, but we'll we'll see how things progress and and go and try to get it into more stores here, and so people can um, also get it locally um, and uh, be able to. Uh, have a store near them as well as online uh, purchasing. And I love that because we call that very exclusive. So if you want the exclusive RD Coffee Holiday Blend and you want to get your hands on that, um, tell people where they can go to find the, to buy it just directly online to have it sent to them. Absolutely. So you can get it at rdcoffees.com. That's with an S. And that'll have all the information. I have all the blends on there. It'll have all the roasts as well. I love it. So cherry, chocolate, and cedar is what you can expect from this holiday coffee blend. It sounds amazing. Um, we're going to let you go in just a minute here. Um, you, you did. We're going to talk one more, a little bit about racing, though. You did, had 11 years racing, nine national championships. Are you thinking you'll ever come out of retirement, or is this? Is this? I'm sure you're asked that all the time. Are you ever going to come out of retirement? Or are you done? Done? I really played with the idea, and almost. Did you really? Point. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's been about three years since I've been removed, and you know. Sometimes you get a wild hair, and again, I'm sure I'm sure Jason's going to go through it too, or maybe not. But I'm sure uh, he will. I don't know if he'll ever let it go. He'll be playing in some like league in I don't know Antarctica before he'll probably <laughs> ever let it go. Yeah, you know how us guys are. Just we're super passionate about it. We love it, and it you know it's, it was a part of your life from such a young age on. And mm-hmm. I, of course, you don't do it as much, but. You know, I've I've actually made the decision. Like, look, we're we're moving on. Me and my wife, we got a little daughter now, Harper, and we're just enjoying that that time of our life as well, along with the coffee. So it's just, um, you know, life's good. You know, there's nothing. You know, 
we just want to enjoy that as well. And that was a time of our life in the past. And um, I'm looking forward to other chapters. Though, I, I have to say that. Well, sure. Harper is absolutely adorable. We got it. We, I said it off air, but we've got to get the girls together. And I'd love to yeah. see Lindsay. And she's just doing such amazing things as well. I mean, she has her own business that is huge and up and running. So you guys have a ton going on. Thank you for taking the time to chat with us. And again, that RD Coffee Holiday Blend is available at RD. It's S, right? Coffee? Yeah, RD, RD Coffees. Okay, RD Coffees with an S dot com. And um, 5% of that will go to St. Jude Children's Hospital, Children's Research Hospital. Super important. Great work you're doing. Thank you for taking the time. And please say hi to the family for me. Absolutely, Carly. Thanks for the support and, and the time. Of Appreciate course. It. Bye, Ryan. And see you later. Another huge thank you to Ryan Dungey. I love the fact that he is diving into coffee. Jason's a big coffee guy, too. And it's so funny. Hockey, I saw an article written once um, by The Athletic, I want to say, where they talked about the hockey culture and coffee because a lot of the players will have, and I don't know what it is like in other leagues. We're hockey heavy today. But (laughs) I don't know what it's like. Obviously, I can only relate to the NHL. But they fly coffee beans in from across the world to, like, when they were quarantining, the guys were having their coffee beans that they get to their house flown in specially to their rooms because they needed to have their specific coffee. So, I mean, from Europe, from Africa, from South America, wherever they get their blends from, they would have them flown in. So who knew they were so particular? I know. Yeah. High maintenance boys. But um, I'm ex- I haven't tried the RD blend yet. I'm really excited to try the holiday blend. I'll just have to. I'm still on my um, I'm still on beginner coffee. So I'll just have to mix it with some sort of cream or something. Yeah. But I like that he agreed it's beginner coffee. There's beginner coffee. Are you a coffee drinker? I'm actually not. I work in a coffee shop um, and it's kind of like people get burned out on popcorn Mm. if they work in a movie theater. Subway. You just like smell it all the time. And you're yeah. And I drank so much of it that I just I'm burned out on it. But um, definitely it was it's funny to know the levels of coffee drinking. I know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's almost like a a karate or a martial art or something. Yeah. There's coffee snobs. And it's fun. There's coffee snobs, too. I mean, like where they get it, what who how it's made, all of that. There's coffee snobs, just like there are wine snobs or food Mm -hmm. snobs or all of that. So um, love talking to him, catching up with him. We've got to talk Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. Not only are we so thankful for them for sponsoring the show, and we love saying that, but they are working to help um, members and communities during this COVID time. They have been the entire time since COVID hit. Um, One of the things they're doing is called Coins for a Cause. So you visit any branch and drop off coins to benefit Second Harvest Heartland. Uh, Their collective goal is to raise $10,000 over the course of the, the holiday season right now. Affinity Plus will match all of that up to $25,000. So that is seven, that is worth 75,000 meals from just their match alone. That's so, so great. Right? They're all we and, and it is truly one of the things I love about Affinity Plus. I'm not just saying this because they're sponsored, but they are community focused. I love that about them. And they're always thinking of different ways they can get their members involved and their employees involved in the community. So Coins for a Cause, just visit a branch. You do not even have to be a member. Just visit a branch. Help them reach that Money, their goal of um, $75,000 meals, and then it would actually equal 150000 once they do the match. Match. So that's a lot of meals for our community at Second Harvest Heartland. We absolutely love Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union and adore you. It's the weekend again. You got anything going on? Nope, I'll be here. Coins. No, you're dropping off coins oh, at Affinity that's Plus. Right. That's yep. it. Yep. All the coins that Maybe I have Maybe not left. Sunday, I don't think, but all the coins that you can possibly find. They're everywhere. They are. I mean, just pick them up, pile them up. Ask the kiddos to donate, and you guys can drop them off together. It'd be a great holiday activity for the entire family. So 
Thank you to Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. Thank you to Brianne. That is it for overtime. We hope you have a really great weekend. And again, remember to drop off those coins at any Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. Thank you.